0: What's going on, this is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell yeah! Hey, this is
1: Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines.
0: This is Charlotte. Talent is not. Sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucked. Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, yeah. boy. Yes, yeah. Hello, my name is Inna Dragonov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast.
2: You're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C., Ro Moran, Chino Liao, and Rowan the SHIT all complete for one of our last audio-only episodes for 2021. Uh, we're coming off of NXT War Games, which we really enjoyed with the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patrons. So thank you so much for all of your support and for joining us for all of the viewing parties we've had through uh, 2021 as crazy of a year as it has been now uh for this week you are the only episode and we're going to be talking about 10 promos that stuck with us forever we'll get to that in a bit but first let's tell you about the patron community because it's one of the best ways for you to support the wrestling wrestling podcast
3: Right, guys. So we just had a viewing party for NXT WarGames 2021 this morning as we record. And it was pretty fun, as usual, because everybody was watching the show. Everybody was bantering, making comments about what was happening on TV. So if you want to be part of that discussion and part of that party as you uh, you know catch up on your monthly wrestling fix, uh, for some of you guys all you got to do is sign up for our patreon patreon.com slash wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month you can get access to our Discord community where we do our watch parties, get access to our ex- exclusive review content, which Rowan and I are holding down right now. Also get free merch and pasabay uh, from you know the overseas merch sites of your favorite wrestling promotion. So you get all of that uh, when you sign up for as low as 250 pesos per month, again, at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast.
2: You can also protect your internet activity and your devices and support the podcast at the same time. And here's how.
3: Yep. Uh, you can do all of that by signing up for a Nord VPN subscription. So that is a virtual network that can protect your online surfing and also get you some exclusive content that you may not be usually getting here in the Philippines. All you got to do is sign up at our affiliate link, podlink.co slash four seven six. Podlink.co slash the number is 476. It will take you to the NordVPN online store site. And from there, you can sign up for a two-year and four-month exclusive subscription because you are a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast listener. Again, Podlink.co slash 476.
2: All right, let's get to this week's audio-only episode that I mentioned at the top that we're talking about 10 of our favorite promos. So the official title is 10 Promos That Stuck With Us Forever. And I thought about talking about promos because that's my favorite ko about wrestling. Like when I started becoming a fan, it was the promos that really drew me in. And as I got older and even got involved in the business, Yun talaga, like it, it's really the mic game because that's how you're able to effectively tell a story and really lay out your emotions for everybody to see. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go around the room here and we'll tell you about our favorite promos how we felt when we first watched them and siguro, a bit of a retrospective ren, like does it hold up today in 2021 or now that we're a bit older from when we first saw those promos how do they hold up we'll get into all of them and we're gonna start with the rookie in the room rowan the s-h-i-t will let you have uh the first um first dibs here in our list of 10 promos that stuck with us forever so which is your first entry
1: All right, my first entry was the CM Punk Pipe Bomb promo back in July 2011. Or was it June? I'm sorry.
3: July. (laughs) Uh, Was it June? I think it was July. But
1: anyway, 2011, the the year was. All right, so when I heard of this promo, I was still new and not yet familiar with the WWE. And when CM Punk cut this promo live on TV, I got to be honest with you guys. Okay. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure that CM Punk is mad due to the unfair treatment within the WWE. And I actually thought he's the bad guy here since Shane Nagre reclamo. And being new and unfamiliar with the WWE uh, gave gave me a hard time because he's mentioning subjects that I'm not familiar with, like Cold Cabana or like New Japan Pro Wrestling and Cena, Hogan and Rock being ass kissers. And just basically casually dropping names. But when Punk legitimately left the WWE in twenty fourteen, I rewatched the promo and it all made sense. I was shocked na mulat ako and when I realized now na- na realize ko na Punk spoke the truth. And the promo is really an eye-opener when he exposed Vince McMahon and the WWE due to the unfair treatment to other wrestlers as well.
2: All right, so uh, did you get to rewatch the promo before we recorded? Yeah, I did. Okay, so does it hold up ten years later? Because we did a retrospective on this particular promo uh, several months ago. So now that you're watching it again, you've been a wrestling fan now for about a decade. But right? as long as this promo has been
1: around, does it hold up? Yep, I'm pretty sure it holds up. siyang bagamit ulit, but I, I I can see someone else doing it and. For, on this day and age there are still unfair treatments and injustices that occurs in any wrestling promotion yeah okay. he, he pretty much
3: did that he pretty much did the same thing uh when he came Got back it. which we'll talk in about yep. yeah when we which we'll talk about later because i kind of have that on my list mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm kind of curious about this. Rowan kanina lang na uh you know as a new you hear all of these names getting casually dropped left and right and it made you feel left out. And this um it's a fresh perspective for me because tatlo when we all heard the pipe bomb we instantly knew what he was talking about. So uh, it's kind of fresh to hear that there there uh, are some fans or there were some fans who were newer to the fandom back then, That an alienate and they didn't fully grasp what the pipe bomb was all about. So kayo, Chino, what do you think about that?
0: Young, interesting, the approach, yeah. Because the first, one of the first things he's actually seen as a new wrestling fan was this pipe bomb promo, and it's basically dropping you in the deep end of the wrestling fandom. You say, a, it's it's very smarky, and b, it it just opens the doors wide open, doors kind of wide open for the people who have no idea how wrestling is ran, the right? He dice typical wrestling promo na I will steal your title or I will take your wife or you it it really talks about a real issue and if you're a wrestling fan you will imagine kung ano yung, like Rowan just said diba talaga may imagine ko ano yung pinag-uusapan at that time it's hard to fathom
2: Yeah we talked about this as uh one of the most notable examples of a worked shoot and that was really what we got with the CM Punk pipe bomb promo.
3: I, I want to ask. I, I, I want to ask Rowan though. Uh, even though you didn't get all the reference he was dropping back when you first saw it in 2011, did the emotion make you feel anything? You know, even though he didn't get it, like, did, did was he justified in being angry? What did you think back then? I, I really want to, okay. I really want
1: to hear about this from the perspective of
3: a newer fan.
1: As a Cena fan, I thought he was uh, CM Punk was literally the bad guy. Because hey, I'm rooting for Cena, and then at the same time, I like Punk. but since he's the bad guy here, parang siya na and usually ang they're the bad guys. So that's what I thought. And I, I think, uh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I, so
3: am, an a I am an electric,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, gets, gets, gets. All right, let's move on to
0: promo number two that stuck with us forever. Let's go, Chino. All right, so the first promo on my mind, the very first promo that I thought of when we thought of this topic, was Dolph Ziggler's promo from. Smackdown I believe It was In September of 2017 2016 This was the promo He had with Miz In Cleveland Ohio And the most Notable thing He said In this promo Is sometimes Things you love Don't always Love you back that why one ka line, that, ka dun, that one line let me explain to you Stan why I can relate to this <laughs> because it speaks so much of how he feels he's being treated not just as a performer on SmackDown but as a wrestler in general. naman natin yung story Dolph Ziggler. Right? He is a former world champion. But he's never really defended the title in a WrestleMania. drop, right? and now he's in the lower mid card. But he's still stuck with it, right? He's still doing his, his wrestling thing. Kind siya right? Only a lot of smartier wrestling fans would actually know him as opposed to a John Cena or a CM Punk. And that same vein. I know that things don't really go turn didn't really turn out my way as far as being a stand-up comedian is concerned, I I know that it could have been better or I could have left, right? But I'm still here. Why? Because we are sick, Stan. We, I love you, and we are all we are all sick. You laugh, but it's so true. And when I know. said those words, so bang the resonate sa when I heard it. I watched this promo at least once a year, right? just to to remind myself of why I'm still doing stand-up after 13 years. Right? Why I still why I still go to shows also that are so far away in so far from places It's very similar to how indie wrestlers do it here in the States. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a handshake and a hot dog as they as they right. say. Yeah. Right. Oh, so, having
2: a Niana, Grayson Waller
0: right? so it's it's sometimes it is that and it's just the proof of the business and you just grind it because you you just grind it out because you love it
2: but hey look at you you're now performing stand-up shows in other countries and yeah. I, I'd say that you're way way better off in 2021 than you were when this promo came out five years ago
0: oh definitely yes definitely but yeah I mean it's just a good reminder to stay hungry. You know, it's a good sure. reminder to stay to stay woke, my friends, <laughs> as, as, they, as they say.
2: You did you get to relate to this Dolph Ziggler promo?
3: You know what? Uh, I don't remember it anymore. Uh, I saw, I was browsing, it. I was skimming through it again, and it was The Miz's promo that he just interrupted. But uh, Dolph Ziggler is really, really good at what he does. Sometimes he shouts too much. But when his emotion is on point, he's really on point. And not a lot of people will remember this from, I don't think a lot of people will have this on their list. Uh, medyo deep dive, deep cut itong kinuha ni here. And going back through it now, I think uh, it, it is uh, it is a really good argument for why Dolph is one of the low-key uh you know, talented, homegrown acts WWE has had in the past generation.
2: How about you, Rowan? Can you relate to something like this? Since you're still a student, uh, you haven't really, um, you know, tried doing gigs or participating mm-hmm. in the gig economy which I think dito talaga nakaka-relate yung mga, or, or this is what makes a Probo relatable to people who do the gig economy people like myself people like Chino even people like Ro to an extent who've also kind of dabbled in it but for someone like you Rowan who's relatively
1: young. Meron
3: bang, meron bang gig economy sa dentistry? <laughs> or may who
1: good for you? Yes, I was gonna mention that so first off Dolph Ziggler made me emotionally invested lalo na when he put his career on the line just to prove a point how he loves this business and I like this promo because sobrang mabenta yun lines niya. Lalo na if you're going through a heartbreaking phase, <laughs> may hugot kung okay. baga. And so Dolph- so
2: you didn't relate to it in in terms of career, but more of like sometimes the people you love don't always love you back. Ganon. Yes. <laughs> 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 and, and, right, t- time to whip out the world's smallest violin.
1: <laughs> and another one that stuck to me, which is another promo of him, is: Do you do any of you appreciate me? You treat me like a contagious disease, which to me is pretty relatable. Uh, I just wanna, I just wanna say that I owe guys like the Miz and Dolph Ziggler some appreciation, uh, appreciation, because I had them as my inspiration when I competed for our class section's declamation speech. Because around that, uh, around early 2017, I have a lot of pressure, and put ko lang that on that stage, I'm a wrestler in that ring. And it's very fitting because the storyline of my piece was a guy having a dream and the dream fading away because he doubted himself. Besides, it's called uh, When Reality Strikes. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So, so... Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thunk it, right? Dolph Ziggler and wrestling promos inspiring declamation speech entries. All right, let's go to our next item on the list. Let's go to Row here.
3: All right, okay. okay. Uh, I almost. You know, put in my contributions without putting this in, and I can't believe I almost, almost forgot it. Hard times by Dusty Rhodes uh, from 1985. Wow, boy, can that in 1985? No, no, no. I will explain why. It's, why it's deep eh. so deep. <laughs> Hindi mo siya nabi boy na tayon. Uh, okay, okay. Ang point lang nito is um, if you are a wrestler, especially if you're a babyface, uh, at some point in your career you wanted to do a promo like Hard Times. You wanted to cut your own Hard Times promo because uh, this is Dusty Rhodes reaching out for your hand and touching your hand through the screen of a television and relating to everyone who has been a blue collar, who's been um, blue collar, who has been, you know, uh, seeing the eponymous Hard Times. And as someone who has not always been, you know, uh, well off in my life, I, I really... Related to what uh, Dusty was saying about how he was empathizing with um, the, the working class people, not just in the U.S., but around the world. So you got to have a promo like this wherein you are touching the hearts of the masses. And if you get to cut a promo like this, medyo, ano na, medyo, medyo made as a baby face.
0: This promo, I like, didn't you know, this promo was way before my time. <laughs> but it really, in, in essence, if you were to consider all the promos pre uh, pre Attitude Era, pre WWE you know, territory days, this would be up there. This one is what cemented Dusty Rhodes' every man appeal to the masses. Right? He was Stone Cold before Stone Cold. Right? He was, it was John Moxley before John Moxley. He was the guy that people looked up to and aspired to be because he didn't have the greatest physique. He was from the yep. South. He was the son of a plumber. He literally said he was the son of a plumber. And nobody would ever brag about that person, Dusty, nagawa in the ba? So that to me is just, it speaks volumes of the man's character both in and out of the ring.
2: So, I was gonna ask Rowan since he's the one who came into the fandom uh the latest among all four of us you you have only seen this promo like just an hour ago about right? <laughs> yeah so give me, give us your fresh thoughts oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah, having yeah. seen I'd hard like times this, uh... an hour after you've seen hard times and considering
3: what you know about uh how baby faces cut promos in the modern era,
1: all right, well. Actually, narinig ko na tong pro- I heard a lot of people talk about this promo uh, some people on our local scene and when I listen to this promo da emotionally dusty and his promo is the very definition of the lyrics of his song he's just a common man working hard with his hand and when he asked his fans to uh, who are watching on TV that to reach their hands din ako. I, I I reached my hand yeah yeah for real and Uh, He promised that he will be the next world champion And although it took him nine months He he was able to fulfill his promise
2: Okay, I'm glad you reached out Because honestly, when I first watched Hard Times uh, Several years ago I didn't really feel anything And I guess it's because I'm... Not his target market, or maybe because it's several decades na after you know, after this promo was released, so I'm probably in the minority here. Now, well, um, hard times isn't as emotional for me as some of the other items on this list, but that's just one man's opinion,
3: okay? I mean, like, you're probably more like Ric Flair growing
0: oh, up, so clearly, yes, all of us here, if y- if y- yes. Plumber yung
3: <laughs> no, but I want to ask you this. Uh, you were a face manager, so hmm. you were a face character. You did, you didn't think of, you know, rallying the crowd up, rallying the crowd with something like this, you know, something like this that they would remember you by
2: no I couldn't because I knew na as a character sobrang limited so limited like you're a general manager you dress well like you're a rich guy but a baby face like it was a character that was so limited that I never felt that I could really get to a hard times level in terms of a mic guy like that that was really when I knew and understood y- that the character was supposed to turn heel right
3: alright that makes sense at least you were self-aware that you needed to turn heel unlike
2: other uh, so- grandsons of plumbers <laughs> exactly <laughs> All right, um, let's go to my uh, contribution to this list. I'm going to start off with... one of my favorite promos from the recent era of wrestling, and that's Daniel Bryan's Fight for Your Dreams promo from the March 20, 2018 episode of SmackDown. I remember where I was when uh, this came out. I was on a bus, papuntakame ng family ko dun sa one of the filming locations of Game of Thrones in Spain, uh, like parang ruins ish. Well, I, I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I, I have no idea what was there. Uh, but I was on the bus and I was bored and I pulled it up because it was already out on YouTube, right? And that was when he unretired and he was crying, talking about Brie, talking about the process of unretiring. And I found myself crying on that bus. And like Chino, ito yung promo na ko every once in a while to remind myself to keep going. And it was the, the promo, what a lot of people forget is that is that this promo is also about gratitude and just being thankful for the process, being thankful for everyone you met along the way. So ako when I when I got hired by by the company by WWE, and I was watching and I was crying all over again. It was like I was that guy in the bus uh, going to a tourist location. Um, I, I, I feel it every time. Uh, and that's why you yung, yung fight for your dreams and your dreams will fight for you. I quote it every single time that I can because it's just something that I've found. Uh, sobrang swear ko na, na, I can speak to it the way Brian Danielson can. And I know that not everybody can.
3: I would say that this is the modern hard times. This is uh, Brian Danielson's hard times promo. And, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with being poor, growing up working class, growing up hard times. But it does still deal with literal hard times because he literally overcame injury to get back to doing what he loves. So I get it. Um, If you didn't get hard times, then it's also good that you got this one. And uh, it is a really good rallying cry for everyone as a babyface.
0: Yeah. similarly, uh, with in comparison to the Dolph Ziggler promo I just brought up, it also talks about literally fighting for your dreams, right? how Daniel Bryan, after three years of being told no, being told he can't wrestle, actually stuck around doing everything that he could just to stay in the business, just to be a performer again. It's just synonymous with the type of hard work that Dusty Rhodes has been known for, right? so you may, mga promos that will make your career. This is uh, definitely this is the one that made Brian's career.
2: I mean, it it uh, led him to another WWE championship run, like less than a year after this promo, de right? Less than a year after he unretired, so it really says a lot about Brian and his, and his uh, staying power. Let's go to Rowan here because uh, this is an audio-only episode. But as soon as I mentioned Daniel Bryan, you held up a Daniel Bryan card to the screen. So, my significance, batong pro mo nito sa or are you like you know Rowan myself, just really huge Bryan fans?
1: Well, first of all, I am grateful that Stan made me not feel bad because dira nako nandoon ang Games of Thrones. Just game, one game, man. It's just just, just game, one game, game of thrones,
0: bro. Just one game. game of I mean, there are Sorry. many
1: thrones. There are just one game. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right. Well, yes, uh, I remember watching this in school and I was not afraid to shed a tear because I've always manifested for this. I knew that day would come where Daniel Bryan finally announces that he is cleared to compete. And the message of the promo is very powerful and motivating, especially when he said probably the best message in the promo that you can incorporate anywhere and that is to fight for your dreams and your dreams will fight for you. And I know the writer of The Alchemist, Paulo Coelho, made that quote but if someone brings up about fighting for one's dreams, is even cogit to Daniel Bryan.
3: Did You fight for your dreams? Is did you fight to be a dentist? Is that is that, is that the thing you're doing right now? Yes, I'm Hopefully. fighting for my dreams. This
0: is also the only time you will ever hear Paulo Coelho <laughs> on a wrestling <laughs> podcast. I, I, I have didn't have say.
3: Paulo Coelho in and my that, w, WP in bingo.
1: In
3: the... <laughs> <laughs> not no, no, good I'm not conning you, I like the yeah. alchemist. So, I
0: like, it, I never expected Paulo Coelho to be on this podcast ever. <laughs> Everybody, hey, here we are, I guess. Here we are. 2021, <laughs> hello.
2: The year of surprises. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's round out the first half of our audio-only episode with Rowan's final entry.
1: Okay, so I have the Miss Talking Smack promo. Uh, this promo made me feel that this is like the Mother Day pipe bomb because it gave me flashbacks with what CM Punk said, that no matter how hard he has worked, he won't be featured on the show and be basically very basically be barely promoted. And when he uh, cut this promo, before the show, he wasn't even booked. He was booked on the dark match. He was the Intercontinental Champion. So after this promo, this made me watch SmackDown every single week just to see what's next for The Miz. Miz can cut the best promo spontaneously from the heart. No script whatsoever. He even mentioned in the docu- documentaries that uh, he, his mind went blank after he got triggered with what Daniel Bryan said. And the King favorite Kosobras he missed Dito because I never expected seeing the version of him, La Luna, when he feuded with Dolph Ziggler. And they made they made the Intercontinental Championship uh, and the mid card division important.
3: I wanna ask you, Rowan, uh, was Bryan right? Uh, was Miz a coward, in your opinion?
1: Well, to be fair, it is a fact, Pero that is the way he wrestled, L- like what he said. Yeah, and, yeah,
3: but did did you think it was cowardly in as a fan? I, as a I fan think who I watched- think it's
1: actually being smart. Cause he wouldn't get hurt. Cause unlike Daniel Bryan, he's a little bit risky. Like kaya nga sya, the concussion is because he's doing those diving headbutts, suicide dives all over the ringside. Yeah, I, I think Miz was not a coward. He's just being smart. Tata tanong ko
2: lang kasi 'di ba nung nag pipe bomb si Punk, sabi mo, di mo na gets kasi reklamator si Punk. Pero ito si Miz, reklamator din siya, 'di ba? Ah, uh, pero ito, nag-usan si Miz. You made uh, he made you want to watch Smackdown every week for him. So what's the difference here? Maybe it's because may utak na
3: ako <laughs> It was 5 years after you started yeah. watching. <laughs> yeah. No, but I ask you because I personally have a special connection to this promo. I understand the philosophy that the the, the major conflict that triggered the Miz as a wrestler. Because uh, as a wrestler, I tried and failed to do the high risk stuff because I physically couldn't, I I was physically scared of injuring myself and I stuck mostly to the ground because I didn't want to do anything that my more risk-taking peers did who ended up with not super many injuries, but more injuries than I have. So I understood Miz and where he was coming from and, uh, It was pretty unfair, I I agree, that uh, Brian called him a coward just because he wanted to stay safe. And it turned out out pretty well for him after having an almost 20-year career with only one major injury. So that was pretty smart. You're right, he is pretty smart. And it represents a lot of... um, it represents a lot of internal conflicts that go on in wrestlers minds so I love that they touched on this I love that Miz was uh, triggered enough to expound on what he felt was the right way to wrestle and the right way to provide for himself and his family so uh, thank you for bringing up this promo and putting it on your list because it really is uh, a turning point for Mizanin for Mike Mizanin as a guy and as a wrestler because it. Should Show that he wasn't just about the weird-ass catchphrases. It wasn't just about the cheap heat grabbing. It was really also about um, him understanding his role as a wrestler. And uh, that was a landmark moment talaga.
2: Two things about this Talking Smack promo. First, um, it still blows my mind that when I think of Daniel Bryan, the pinaka rival niya talaga sa career niya is the Miz. Like, of all people. And I love it. I love that Miz Bryan is like one of the defining rivalries in wrestling from the 2010s. And second, taking off of yung sinabini Rona, it was a talking point for him as a wrestler. Even in the industry at the time, people were talking about this. I'll give you one example. Um, when WWE came here for a live event, September of 2016, just a month after, in the press con Cesaro and Charlotte, people asked Cesaro about yung comments ni Miz and asked him as a wrestler what he thought about those comments, where he stood in um, the argument, na yon, Miz or Brian. And I gotta tell you, even Cesaro couldn't really answer kasi al- alam niya parang torn sa kasi negates niya yung punto nilang dalawa so sobrang ganda talaga ng conversation nyan at the time
3: yep uh, talagang, I-, I can't tell you what the right answer is right now I I can only tell you what is right for yourself uh, what is right for you as a person and for your body and these gray areas really make uh, promos good
0: yeah Chino any thoughts on
2: uh, the Mrs. Talking Smack promo
0: I mean, you guys all hit it on the head as it is. Pero like, no, not in a CTE type of way hitting on the head, but like a, you know, proverbial hitting on the head. Uh, but like, I I feel like the conversation at all when it comes to this promo is not just about uh, what they both talked about, but also just trying to to capture the landscape of wrestling on both sides of the coin. Here, you have on one hand you have indie guys, right? Like we are Brians of the World and the AEW so far, right? Indie Darlings that people know and love, and then the other side of the coin, you have the WWE folks, right? they're your misses, Your homegrown talents, the you know, a PC, and they found out uh, through some reality show. Right? And I, as a wrestling fan, I am a fan of both. Right? I'm not trying to uh segregate the wrestlers. It's um, so finally na hindi mo na, na kailangan ito lang gusto mo lang gusto mo and this is what that promo does eh. it blurs the line between what's actually uh, only works in, in bingo halls katulad ng sinabi ni Miz, and what works in the larger arenas of the WWE and it just reminds you na parang wrestling isn't just this one thing you know it isn't just beholden to a certain idea na parang ito lang siya at pag nag- yung ibang talent, malika.
2: Right, right. So, there, uh, the Mrs. Talkie Smack promo rounding out the first half of the 10 promos that stuck with us forever. We'll get to the second half of our list, but before we do that, let's tell you about a way you can support the podcast, and that is through your online shopping over on Lazada.
3: All right guys, twelve twelve is next week. It's the last or one of the last big sales of the year and you get a lot of good deals and everything you want and need the hashtag NASA Lozada. and All you got to do to support the podcast with your online shopping on Rosada is use our affiliate link podlink.co slash IAM podlink.co slash the letters IAM uh, type that on your mobile browser at the cart checkout and what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast no extra cost. Podlink.co slash
2: and now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia.
0: You can never go wrong with the right games to play, especially with the time that you have. On top of that, you can never go wrong by being with Globe prepaid as you play, because with a total of 16 gigabytes of data... That's 8 gigabytes of all of the sites to do what you need to do and 8 gigabytes of data for apps that you love through Globe Prepaid's Go Plus 99 with Go Play Promo. On top of that, you also get unlimited text to all networks valid for 7 days. To register, grab your phones now and head on via their new Globe One app, Gcash, or dial star 143 hashtag on your phone. So if you're into Mobile Legends, Flash of Clans, PUBG Mobile, Call of Duty Mobile, League of Legends, Wild Drift, Legends of Runeterra, Twitch, Register to Go Plus99 with GoPlay Promo Now. Let's get to our
2: second half of the 10 promos that stuck with us forever. And itong second half, Buruma Classics to So let's start with Chino as he busts out another one.
0: Steiner Math. <laughs> That's where they're going. Steinermath, he said. Hey. Perfect. No, I know we're talking about great promos, about the, the hard times, the fight for your dreams. This isn't one of them, you guys. This doesn't. This, one of them. this is the exact opposite. But we're talking about promos that have stuck with us, and sometimes things that are bad stick with us. Just look at your fast food choices, right? It's just. Can you see
2: Steiner Matthews, like, I know, it's like a cult movie, but it's so bad, it's good.
0: <laughs> when <laughs> oh, I first yeah. heard it's of, the room of promos, yes, <laughs> when I first heard of this promo, I couldn't believe it was a real thing. I'll be honest; like, I didn't really watch TNA at that point, so, I was updated, but I was a little behind, you know. So when somebody told me about Steiner Math, I couldn't understand first of all what he was saying. It reminded me a lot of the viral video you try a lot of people will know what I'm talking about here your tricycle driver na addict na interview uh. about about math choices but he was talking about geometry you guys know what I'm talking about I'm <laughs> it reminded me a lot about this kasi parehong gibberish but they both tend to sound so smart but sounded so dumb in one sentence and so ganda lang no orden kasi this is all the things you shouldn't do in a promo or that's a clear point <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> my point, xa. my point, xa, my point. My no, point. Xa, yes, but then it got lost after he said thirty third and one third percent. The the bottle down with all the things. No, he he, he did thing. bring it back. He brought it back. I said he did say the numbers don't lie and they spell disaster. For okay, okay, sacrifice.
3: fine. And you know point. who he
0: was addressing? He was addressing Smojo. So, so so Smojo, right? Oh, fair, fair, no, At the same time, you just hey, uh, we're talking about promos that have stuck with us. I can't. Can't not have this episode air without throwing Steiner math into the mix. Yeah, I'm gonna so, agree.
2: so So, Steiner math is so viral. It's on fucking Know Your Meme. Yeah, like there is an entire page on KnowYourMeme.com that breaks down this Steiner math promo. Before we go to Row, I want to ask Ro in here since this predates your fandom. Uh, what do you think about Steiner math? Having
1: seen, I'm I'm assuming you've seen the promo. This promo made me even more dumb in math, and I hate it. <laughs> I would probably hate it even more if I was watching TNA religiously and heard this promo because I wouldn't expect a genetic freak who is not normal would angrily talk about probability and percentage of chance to beat him. But it's pretty cool that it got mentioned in WWE TV by like uh, Big E or like Tommaso Ciampa. I think it was pretty <laughs> hilarious. Uh, but but- my problem, my problem with it is he didn't get the message across really. And I had a hard time calculating the equation in my head. (laughs) Nah, you're, not you do... yeah, you're not supposed calculate. to calculate the equation. He calculated that it means... for you. That's the whole point
2: of Steinermatt. <laughs> <laughs> he did the calculations I'm, I'm for double-checking it. Rowan, do you understand the assignment? Eh? <laughs> I'm <laughs> double-checking it, man. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: but my favorite part about Man is, is he really did keep going and he, he didn't pause to do the calculations in his head. So, when nung, he nung na 33.3%, chances ni Samoa Joe and then you take away that uh, no, because you know whatever, whatever. Uh, he just kept going and it was a train wreck you could not look away from. But I will argue that it did serve its point. Um, it did, you know, still at the end of the day, bring viewers back to the idea that there is a match. There's a triple threat happening at Sacrifice. And they spell disaster for Samoa Joe. The odds spell disaster for Samoa Joe in the pay-per-view. So at least yung objective was na na fulfilled.
0: So, uh, so man, the this... way, yeah, the way he got there, man, what a trip! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>
2: but I think that Scott Steiner's like psyche, right? In, in a nutshell, I would argue that uh, yung Steiner Math promo was way more effective than a lot of MJF's promos because when MJF cuts a promo, he drags other people into it. Na wala, wala naman kinalaman sa kwento. At this is Scott Steiner. He kept it to himself. Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe. Tapos.
3: Chan oh. ko kumon lang <laughs> siya. So.
2: Steiner Math alright thanks Chino for that one let's go to Ro for the next entry on our list
3: alright what's my next entry uh so again mine is a lesser known um uh promo from the early days of ECW uh, I'm not sure you guys uh, were around for it uh Shemper, this is way before Chino's time as well this is Mick Foley as Cactus Jack's Kane Dewey promo so this is a promo addressed to one Tommy Dreamer uh who was leaving or who turned down a spot at WCW and then uh, Cactus Jack pretty much reestablished how hardcore he was because he was fighting for the honor and dignity of his son, Dewey Foley, who was only three years old at the time, but a fan brought in a sign that said Kane Dewey, which is to imply that Dewey must be hit with a cane. So uh, again, this is a pretty good promo because this is ECW, but, nick foley doesn't go into expletives or anything he just cuts a really really good and articulate psychotic promo that really gets a point across and it really serves as a template for his future work that it proves that you don't have to go really low just to get your point across which is a kind of a lost art in promos today
1: Uh, have you seen this rowan about an hour, that's so. fair. That's fair. I, uh, I, I don't uh,
3: expect you to have known this.
1: Sige, your thoughts. I, I felt emotional and confused for a second. I'm, I'm not really sure what the context was, and but I think this one of this is one of Foley's most passionate promo, and this is uh not McFoley, uh this is Cactus Jack. It's and and I find it different because you know, parang. Like, Siyempre, ba naman yung, parang tinitira yung pamilya mo. And then siyempre, he, he got out of his mind and just uh you know, I, I'm sorry, I forgot. You
3: understand, you understand what he's going through as a father.
1: Yeah, yeah. And parang yeah, and anybody naman kahit sino, basta patama, uh, yung pamilya mo, you you're gonna be pissed off,
2: you know. Yeah, that's what I love about the Kane Dewey promo. So, so I've uh, gone back and seen this quite a number of times then. And what I love about it is how uh, uh, Mick Foley takes something so fucked up, which is the audience calling for his kid to be Kane. About three years old but it's really fucked up that someone from the crowd would bring a sign that would say Kane Dewey. And he was able to incorporate that and then uh, it basically get some catharsis out of it. Talagang uh, nilabas niya ng loob, nilabas emotion, and he brought it back, he anchored it back dun sa storyline nila ni Tommy Dreamer. So that's, uh, again, uh, going back to what Ro said, a lost art, because he took an outside element and brought it back and made it about him and his opponent, which is what a promo should really be all about.
0: It also has a lot in common with another item on our countdown here, the Chris Jericho debut, which we'll talk about in a bit. It shows us glimpses of how great these two guys will be down the road. They're showing signs of who they will become many, many years later. And if it weren't for this promo, we wouldn't have McFoley in the WWE. We wouldn't have all the great matches and moments he's shared with us Throughout his illustrious career, and it's all because I feel like it's all because of this one promo.
2: Since uh, Minotrio Manachino debut, Chris Jericho, you want to get into it because this is an iconic promo.
0: Yes, yes. it is. It is. Um, Chris Jericho's very first raw, very first debut on a WWE show was against The Rock, one of the greatest talkers in the history of wrestling, the right? And for him. To be put in that spotlight against somebody as prolific as Dwayne, as DJ, as whoever, say, it just shows that Vince has a vote of confidence against this relative upstart. Remember, before this happened, Chris Jericho was just a junior heavyweight in WCW, he right? he's been asking for main events, but he should be the guy sa kanya. Right? And that's, but Vince McMahon apparently saw something in him. And on that night in 1999, we all saw what Vince saw. We all saw how he actually personifies this loud, braggadocious rock and roll lifestyle that we now associate with Chris Jericho to this very day. I have always been a fan of Jericho. I've said it before, I will say it again. I am a Chris Jericho Mark. Right. So when I first saw, I remember watching this episode of Monday Night Raw, coming out, hearing him talk. I was converted right then and there. (laughs) Right. Nine year old Chino, or sorry, 12 year old Chino, that point in time became a Chris Jericho fan because of this one promo.
2: Rowan, uh, what did you think of seeing Chris Jericho with the Ariana Grande ponytail <laughs> and uh, you know giving you glimpses of the ayatollah of
1: rock and roll? Jericho invented everything, even that ponytail. Uh, after watching and hearing that promo, I learned or uh, that effective yung pagkahil ni Jericho, and I love the way I hated him cutting that promo because tapikong na hawak ni Jericho. He's too self-righteous, arrogant, and delusional. Thinking that he will save us all that and all that, and which makes him the great heel, you know, uh, this is a very great intro- introduction to Y2J and Langna He eventually became an IC champion and become successful in the WWE. See, what, what a lot of people forget is after this explosive debut, he kind of slid down the card. In
2: WWE, he writes about this on uh, in his book, and he's talked about it on his podcast so many times. Um, one of the reasons why is because he pissed a lot of people off. Nung kacha ng promo because he called people like jabronis or losers. People like The Undertaker, tinawag yung boring. So he had some heat. And then he felt like nawalan siya ng confidence sa sarili niya, nawalan ng confidence si Vince McMahon sa kanya. So yung position niya on the show kind of went down a bit. And it took him a while to get going again. So alam yung napaka big na debuts, bilang medyo sputter, medyo bust for a few months. Uh, do you remember anything specifically about this promo role?
3: Uh no um, I mean it was part of you know a lot of documentaries because sempre you can't it was a hugely awaited event back in the day back in the Attitude era people knew uh, the the countdown segments the vignettes were um, were going on for weeks. And people had a pretty strong idea that it was Chris Jericho. So once they delivered on that, it was pretty much smooth sailing for him. But as you mentioned, uh, it wasn't going to be uh, smooth sailing for a while because siempre, you, he was pretty much MJF before MJF was a thing and pissed people off backstage. Now um, it, you, what you guys said about showing glimpses of what what Jericho will eventually come to, me. it's true. It's him being very brash. It's him being very arrogant. It's him being very loudmouthed. and it just goes to show how timeless he is, how timeless his work is, and his character and his entire personality is. And you can, it's pretty amazing that how a lot of it seems unchanged now when you look at him now.
2: Hmm. Uh so mo na timeless considering na he came in as the millennium man as y2j. But everyone's talking about the y2k bug, the virus nung year two thousand, and now it, it's so far out of reach, lost to history. <laughs> but Jericho and his work are still very much
1: relevant today. So uh it's it's a nice little point that Ro can brought I, up there. Can then. I just add na hindi ko alam na related y two k bug yung that y2j <laughs> it's, okay. Okay. it's Okay, you're Gen Z, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, it's you're, <laughs>
0: major dated your reference I will admit but that's the genius in Chris Jericho he knows how to adapt with the times he's done so well for himself just because he's so adaptable to the environment he's in
2: yeah, sana na politics niya. But okay, uh, let's, move, let's move on. Uh, let's go to my uh, next contribution to our list. And this is my favorite promo of all time. And this is Eddie Guerrero's I'm an Addict promo from SmackDown, Feb 12, 2004. The go-home show before No Way Out where he won the WWE Championship. And I remember this is one of the promos that really sucked me into the fandom. Kung for, for Chino, it was... Uh, what was that promo you mentioned, Chino, that sucked you into the fandom?
0: Jericho's uh, debut.
2: Right, right. So for me, it's this one. Um, I remember that at the time I was being bullied and I looked at Brock Lesnar, 25-year-old Brock, as the biggest bully on SmackDown. And Eddie was someone that he really bullied for his race, for being an addict, for being small, for not being WWE champion material. And I saw my, a lot of um those issues in Eddie. That's why Eddie was my hero growing up. And when Eddie... Fought back and said na uh, iba ng addiction niya na he's addicted to the fans, addicted to winning, to providing, na na redeem sarili niya. Tumatak sa because it told me na even if underdog ka kaya mong lumaban and then puta of all uh, shows to go to no way out, ba? Eddie wins the championship. Young idealistic teenage me was like holy shit, this can actually happen in real life. So it, it was such an inspiring promo. Uh, when when I started like teaching younger student jocks how to be effective public speakers. I show them this promo, even though now as an, as an older um, practitioner, Eddie kind of stumbles in that promo, but I don't care. It's still perfect to me because of all the emotions that it brings out in me uh, 17 years after the fact.
3: When I first saw the promo, I, I, when I first saw Eddie, I, I thought that he kind of talked weird for a normal person. Then that was before I realized that, okay, wrestlers kind of talk a different way when they're cutting promos than you know regular people like you and me. So uh, looking back on it now, you can tell how passionate he was and how uh, internalized the subject matter really was. Like I say, uh, they were dealing with his addictions and that's kind of a low blow. If you go into that kind of stuff um, without permission, but not only did they have permission, but they also had creative artistic license to turn it around and make it something positive. And, the passion and the Latino heat in Eddie's voice as he was cutting that promo also drew me in. And as an impressionable young teenager, uh, I really felt it that Eddie was going to win and, or Eddie deserved to win at the very least.
2: Uh, Chino, any thoughts on this one? Do you remember this promo at all?
0: No, I do remember this promo. Um, I And I remember him being brave enough to talk about his addiction trust. About his point in his career, unfortunately, where... He, he would pass away not many years after, di ba? And he wasn't long for this world at that point. Uh, we'll what to in his lifetime. But when he was in the WWE, he was so hot. Because like Chris Jericho, uh, he was also a junior heavyweight. They don't know how much they have. They have all ceiling, in the WCW. Your, your Eddie's and Benoit's and Jericho's. They all reached their ceiling in WCW, and when they all jumped ship, they all reached a new stratosphere. They were all given a larger stage against much heavier opponents, much more name-brand opponents, and with a lot more time on the mic to really showcase who they are as characters, to really get their point across to the many millions that watch WWE programming. So, in this sense, I really appreciate and really admire Eddie for being brave enough to draw from that dark past of his and to present it on TV. I say it takes it takes a it takes a different kind of man to do that. Have you seen this one, Rowan?
1: Uh yes. <clears throat> Very heartwarming. And this really means a lot to Eddie's fans because he is having redemption after. He dealt with substance abuse years prior and I felt the emotion and it was very overwhelming. He made addiction references on what he feels being in the ring and it, in an atmosphere filled filled with people that love and support him. And I think nobody should be judged because of who they were in the past. And what's important is he has earned his way back in the ring. Like he said, and granted he won the WWE title and made his way to the hall of fame.
2: Yeah. Uh... There, there was one thing about this promo that really um, shocked me when I rewatched it just before we recorded. He mentions an incident three years prior to that promo. Nah, he, uh, he was really high and uh, stuff wasn't well sa, sa nya, and he had to get taken straight into rehab. And it happened in Minneapolis, which is really weird considering na that's where he ended up dying. So, like watching it now, parang I mean, na, na, na shock ako, na goosebumps ako parang wow, what a, what a weird, dark foreshadowing. But, you know, that aside, man, the I'm an Addict promo holds up for me. I would say that if I were to, like, train people how to cut a good baby face promo, this is definitely on the list of uh, the promos that uh, i up going not go as,
1: like, a reading list or a syllabus. The SVR-06 was also foreshadowing.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I kind of remember that. The urn the story, right? With Undertaker.
2: Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're down to our last item here. Sa 10 promos that... Stuck with us forever. Take it home, bro. All
3: right. So, yeah, That's we've all been talking about, you know, uh, older promos. But let's go with a promo from this year. So, let's let the recency bias run a little wild here. Uh, let's go with CM Punk's return promo on uh, Rampage from last August. So, that's his very first return to the ring. I mean, his only return to the ring after a seven-year absence. And you can feel a lot of emotions because I... It was him finally letting go of a lot of the toxicity that he held for the wrestling industry uh, after leaving WWE. And for me as a fan and as someone who is part of that industry, it was really nice to hear Now you can actually be happy. Uh, once again while you know but while doing what you love because sometimes it doesn't work out sometimes uh, it can be tough sometimes um, it just doesn't go the way you want it to go but there is redemption and punk really articulated things well in his return and his comeback promo on rampage
2: so i remember when this promo happened and all of my wrestling group chats were just blowing up. but, lahat tayo na eh? yung mga live stream na crash for AEW Rampage because everybody was really waiting to see kung siyono sa first dance. And like you, Ro, I, I kind of felt yung catharsis ni Punk. So I was really happy for him na nailabas ne yon. And I don't know, I'm not as attached to Punk as most wrestling fans are, but I will share yung that sense of joy a parang yeah, the guy's back that's something that I can appreciate regardless of my uh, attachment to punk which is considerably less than most people uh, let's go to Chino here what did you feel about this promo when it happened like 3-4
0: months ago? Uh, yung promo also has a lot to do with punk's forgive the pun cult of personality <laughs> no, th- that's great <laughs> that's actually a great term to use it if it were if the guy wasn't CM Punk and he did this promo, well, it'll fall flat. Nobody would really care. but he wouldn't have as big an impact on the business as as Punk right now. When he when he left the way he left, but. So, but that said, I can acknowledge the contributions of one uh, Phil Brooks to the wrestling industry. Because we started it with the pipe bomb promo on this very uh, episode, that right? was already enough to cement somebody's career. Right? And to have the pop that he had when he made his comeback also just goes to show that he's really made a name for himself even after not wrestling for almost a decade.
2: Uh, Rowan, any thoughts on the first dance when Punk returned and then that 20-minute segment basically that
1: he got? Best birthday gift ever. What a year to be a wrestling fan. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment since I was in elementary. Finally, CM Punk made his return to professional wrestling. I, f- I felt the same feeling of the guy in the crowd who cried because CM Punk is back. And I, I grew up watching CM Punk, uh, straight edge society. Uh, the one when he w- wore a mask because he, he got his head shaved. Mm. Longest running, uh, ro- Longest reigning WWE champion in the modern era. And just like WWE 2K22, it hits different. Ilang beses umasa and hanggang And thank you TK for making this happen. Wow,
2: Way uh, a wait to uh, kiss TK's butt <laughs> at the end?
1: Yes, I, I just want to say that despite being happy that Punk's back, one thing I didn't like on his promo is that he made WWE non-existent as he said that he left professional wrestling in tw- two thousand five.
3: Wait, wait, I want to talk to you about that because a lot of people agreed with him when he said that. Because Shemper, he was taking a dig at WWE calling themselves Sports, sports Entertainment. But mm. you seem to be a little miffed that he did not acknowledge the evil company from New York. <laughs> so, so why is that? Why, why do you think that he deserved or he should have uh, talked about that or you know, at least paid tribute or paid homage to that? I
1: mean, parang etong yung opposite ng Daniel Bryan promo. Or wait, he didn't really thank WWE in a promo, pero si si Daniel Bryan. Pero he said it in a uh, in the Players uh,
2: Tribute article. Yeah, 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 in an
1: article. Pero parang parang to tolo yung pagiging wrestling fan ko or pagiging fan ko kay CM Punk.
3: Oh, so, so you you, so that's you what felt, I, felt like you felt like he was dissing you because saying you only knew him from uh, WWE. Yeah that's, a, yeah that's 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 interesting. That's an interesting but Pedro, Pedro
1: tec- technically he's right. He he left professional wrestling for sports entertainment, which is kind of true. Mm. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's an interesting point of view. Because I don't know, um, niyo agad naisip nga, na wala para invalidate yung fandom mo, for example. But you grew up watching WWE's version of CM Punk, so mm-hmm. yeah, that that that's a that's a good uh perspective that I probably don't have because I knew of CM Punk even before he entered the uh you uh, you main roster. So that you uh, it probably says a lot then about how much older we are and, <laughs> and how, how much how, longer how bitter we he the is. fandom. Yeah, yeah, it also says, says a lot about that, especially when we compare punk and Brian, um, their parallel careers and also how uh, divergent their paths have become. So there, uh, that rounds out our list. We started with CM Punk and I I felt it was fitting that we also ended with CM Punk. And uh, I I guess another takeaway from this is a lot of these promos that stuck with us are babyface promos. Like you don't really listen to a heel promo and go, ah, that changed my life. (laughs) (laughs) You pissed me off
3: so, so bad, it changed my life. I mean, like you can, you know, like an MJF promo. If, if if that's your if that's your thing, right? But I wouldn't say that it sticks with you for the right reasons.
0: Yeah, the list na is not the final list for everybody. These are just our, our personal opinions. We are not authorities <laughs> on on promos. Although Stan may beg to disagree, but we are not, we're not authorities on on problem making and watching.
3: so heel promo, the heel promo that stuck with me was you making a joke about Kobe. <laughs> that stuck with me.
0: That stuck with me for, for a
3: long time.
0: Oh, promos we're, we're not
2: saying that. No, no,
3: no. If
0: you guys not. have promos you want us to watch or you feel like you should be part of this list, let us know.
2: Yeah like If uh, we missed out A really good promo From like A non-WWE Non-AEW show That would be even better I'd love to discover New promos Maybe even meet the New wrestlers New characters Through their promo work So send them our way Our Twitter and our TikTok inboxes are open It's at Wrestling2xPod Send them comments Mentions our way Or if you want to Keep the conversation Going on social media in Facebook And Instagram At Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Or you can check out The Kumu streams Which we do every Thursday night at 7 At Wrestling Wrestling Pod Or on the Facebook podcast Page simulcast. Yan. Before we get out of here though, let's tell you about a couple of ways you can support the podcast. One of them is through your online shopping over on Shopee. Right, guys. Uh, 1212 also coming up on
3: Shopee as well as the end of the year sale, which I'm sure is going to be a thing. So you support the podcast with your online shopping on Shopee. All you got to do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash W9X positive.co slash the letter w the number nine and the letter x type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out on the mobile app and what you buy will help us do what we do during the podcast at no extra cost
2: And finally, if you want to give yourself a Christmas gift off the Nike Southeast Asian online store, please go ahead. We're not going to stop you. In fact, mah katulungan pa yan sa podcast.
3: That's right. That's right. The affiliate link to use for that is podlink.co/slash2j8. Podlink.co/slash the number two, the letter J, and the number eight. Again, what you buy on the Nike Southeast Asia online store will also help us do what we do here in the podcast. At no extra cost to you, may drip kapa.
2: Yon. Now we can follow us On social media individually And you know Just talk wrestling with us We love that It's at Roiswar, At Chino Supersized At Monday Night Rowan uh, For Twitter It's N-I-G-H-T For uh, Sorry N-I-T-E For Instagram It's N-I-G-H-T And for me, it's at underscore Stancy. That's how you can hit us up and just talk wrestling with us on social media. Uh, Huge, huge thanks going out to Babyface producer Gel for putting these episodes together and the rest of the Podcast Network Asia team for keeping the engine chugging all the way through the holidays. We'll catch you this Thursday for another live stream of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Until then, on behalf of Ro Moran, Chino Liao, and Ro in the SHIT. Please stay safe. Keep wearing your masks. Get your vaccines and your boosters if and when you can. And please go out and vote in 2022. Wrestling, wrestling podcast. Out. Bye-bye. Peace.
0: The views
3: and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia
0: Need to stock up on any weather wardrobe staples? Check out American Giant for hoodies, jackets, sweats, and more pieces you can wear anywhere, all made right here in the USA. Go to American-Giant.com and use code ANYSTYLE24 for 20% off your order.